Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Welcome to the Art of Decluttering. I am Cassie Ferugia and good day to you, Amy. <laughs> I am indeed Amy Ravel. Uh, we are excited to be in your ears. Melbourne is back in isolation 2.0 and um, not much has changed because I hadn't left the house a whole heap since we got out of isolation. So we're back in, Kirst, six weeks of... Well, yeah, six weeks of being at home, six weeks of homeschooling. Yeah, if anyone wants a virtual consult, I'm home. Just let me know. <laughs> yes, indeed you do. I am bracing myself now for a second lockdown in New South Wales just so I can get my head mentally prepared for it because yes, good idea. you enjoyed ISO, I did not. So I am getting my head around the idea that we might go back into isolation and it will be an opportunity to create a better version. Yes, well, there's, there's less of the unexpected this time, right? Like we know what to expect. We know what home learning looks like. There's not as much fear. Like we don't know what, what um, coronavirus is. Like I just feel like it's we're just like, okay, we know what to do. 2.0, mm. here we come. Yeah. 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 Hey, I'm going to mix it up today, Amy, with a review. It's titled Just the Motivation I Need, and it's from Every Nickname I Have Tried is Taken. So thank <laughs> you best. to Every Nickname. <laughs> it says, I've been listening to your incredible podcast for a long time now. Usually I am decluttering. Thank you so much, Kirsty and Amy. Your podcast is just the motivation I need to keep decluttering with two very young kids in tow. My home is already feeling so much more manageable and I'm often found dropping off donations to the op shops. Thank you for being in my ears while I'm on my decluttering journey. Well, thank you for being on our screen so we can say a review and thank you for reviewing every nickname. We really appreciate you. Thank you to everyone who's been reviewing. We've had quite a few coming in and we really appreciate it. Kess, what are we talking about today? We are talking about repurposing spaces 
to things that you may not have ever thought of doing in that space. And this mm. was, it was inspired by a beautiful lady in our Facebook community, which I won't name because she might want to remain private, um, but she had repurposed a pantry um, oh, a linen cupboard in her small space. She had repurposed that to a pantry. And so that inspired the topic today. And we thought we would share about some of the spaces that we have repurposed in our homes and also how we have repurposed spaces in our clients' homes as well. Mm, and really the purpose around the purpose around repurposing a space is if you've got a space that is not really being used or is being used for like a junk space thinking, well, what is it that I actually want more of in my home? In fact, let me go. Gretchen Rubin had a great post. I'm just going to find it for you. I'm going to read it out. It says, if you could magically add one more room to your house, what would you use it for? Maybe a meditation room, an exercise room, a sunroom or a walk-in closet. What would add the most to your happiness and comfort? And is there a way you can incorporate an element of that room into your house now? So that was also part of the inspiration because we're like, oh, we do that with clients and we've done that in our own homes. And yet it's something we've never talked about on the podcast is saying, do you know what? I really need more pantry space. How do I make that happen? Or I need more space for my camping gear. How do I make that happen? And then being creative in the space you already have, which is particularly helpful if you're in a rental or you're in a unit that you can't expand or add spaces to. Yeah. So we wanted to, I think it would be helpful if we just also talk about um, why you would do that. So you've touched on that a little bit, like if if you're missing a space in your home or you would like to create that space. But also, I think it's also around thinking about the functioning of your unique home. So your home may be unique. It's unique in a few ways. It's unique because... Um, your you and your family or friends live in it Um, but it's also unique in that um, the stuff that you have in it um, is uniquely yours Um, and so often we get stuck in a trap or a habit of okay this cupboard was built to be a linen cupboard and so we think that it has to be used as a linen cupboard. It doesn't have to be used as a linen cupboard. It can be used for whatever purpose works the best for you and your unique family. And also thinking about the function of your home, like how is there a space in your home that's just irritating you because of the functionality of it? So um, often we move into homes and we set up the kitchen and we've spoken about this before. We set up the kitchen or other people set up the kitchen for us and something really irritates us and we never take the time to rearrange things in our home to suit us and to suit the way that we're functioning or maybe things have changed, you know, children have grown or um, different things have changed in your home that what was once working is no longer working well for you. So I think that um, it's really helpful to think about that um, when, as we go along and talking about the spaces that we have repurposed. Mm. So let's, we'll give you a few examples in our own homes and then we'll talk about some of the client spaces and what's been the impetus for change there. One of the first things we did when we moved into our house is there is a linen cupboard that's in the hallway, which is where linen cupboards tend to be. And it's not very big and it's not very deep, but it was totally fine for our linen. But what we found is 
we don't keep a lot of linen. Like we don't keep extra doona covers. We have one or two sets of sheets, depending on if we have a child that likes to have a flannel, sticky Velcro set of sheets or not. (laughs) So what we did is we moved all linen into the bedrooms for which that linen applied. And we keep that under the bed for ourselves and in the wardrobe for the kids. And that freed up the whole linen cupboard. So what we did is we initially made it a camping storage so camping chairs, our tent, all of, so we took all the shelves out. I just knocked them out with a mallet and we kept all of our camping gear kind of standing up horizontal in there. And then once we got a shed, we moved the camping gear into the shed and we repurposed the cupboard into a games cupboard. And it's now just full of games and we love it. I love that we've got a full games cupboard because we are a gaming family and it just makes sense that we can go to one place and see them all really clearly and access them without things toppling over. So that cupboard's had a few iterations for us. What about you, Kirst? Yes, well, because we built our home, it's a bit different from your situation because you have been given, (laughs) you've dealt with what you've been given (laughs) in buying an established home. Um, We built our home, so uh, there there was a lot of thought put into it. However, what we're in the midst of doing right now is changing what was the playroom um, and the study room for the kids. So it had a big desk um, in it and it had play kitchen and a big Calax unit from Ikea full of toys and books and we are repurposing that room into more a tween retreat room so we're going to put a TV oh. in there and a game console in there and it's going to um, just be a, a space that the kids and their friends can hang out in um, and so we got rid of the play kitchen and both kids are getting have got desks in their rooms now and the books and the toys have been either let go of or moved into their rooms um, to be repurposed in their rooms. So that is the major thing that we are re- we've repurposed. But Simon often, when we get new things um, or let go of new things, he's um, often like a couple of times a year, rearranging the garage and the sheds to accommodate um, the changes that we've made um, to what needs to be stored. So that's probably the most common area of our home that gets rearranged um, and rejigged when new stuff comes in or we let go of things. Mm. One of the other things we've done, Kess, which I think I've probably shared in maybe our pantry episode, is that our house's pantry is probably about 30 or 40 centimetres wide and deep. It's a very small little pantry um, and it doesn't fit really much of our food in it at all. And so what we've done is repurposed the upper cupboards above the sink and above the bench to actually be our pantry. So where other people might have their crockery or their plastics or drink bottles or glassware, we have all our Tupperware containers full of our like ingredient food. So that's been an awesome thing for us like I I don't think like we don't have that many glasses and all the other things anyway so they'd probably be empty but we just needed more pantry space and we were happy to forego kitchen space so that that could become pantry and I've seen that in so many homes where the pantry items also take up a space in the kitchen where it probably wasn't designed for but practically that's what you need particularly if you're a baker or a from scratch cooker and you have a lot of ingredients rather than, say, packets of things. Mm. Awesome. 
Yeah, and the best thing when the kids were little is they couldn't reach them. <laughs> so we could hide our, our adult treats up high. Now, however, no cherry ripe gets hidden without them finding it. Mm. <laughs> Bummer, dude. <laughs> I know. We had some arrive in our Coles delivery this morning. And so what we do have in our fridge, though, is we have a lockable section in the fridge. So it's, I assume, not meant for chocolate, but probably meant for medications. But I'm sure that it's, you know, been used for chocolate around Australia many, many times. <laughs> and probably around the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So what are some of the other spaces? Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll start. Here are some spaces that I have helped clients to repurpose. I've done exactly what you have said that you did in your kitchen. We have repurposed the pantry for crockery and moved the pantry items into crockery drawers or ah. you know, kitchen drawers because um, the pantry items were getting – it was a very deep pantry. Mm-hmm. Which that makes sense, though. Never good idea no, for pantries to no, be deep. Ever, ever. Um, clearly ever. designed by people who are not working in the kitchen every day. Yes. <laughs> um, so, um, it, but it is good. I, I find deeper pan, deeper cupboards are better for crockery or better for. Um, Things that you don't go to very often. Yeah, or even appliances are quite good on yes, deep shelves. appliances. Yeah, yeah, good. Um, and uh, at the right level, I find them good for crockery because you can reach, as long as you don't have too much crockery, <laughs> like you can reach over the bowls to get to the plates or yeah, you can yeah. reach over the plates to get to the bowls. So we completely repurposed her pantry um, to put appliances and crockery and then repurposed all of the drawer or a few of the drawers in her kitchen island bench to be the pantry. That's cool. And, yeah, and it worked really well for that family. Um, yeah. And really when we make changes like this, like we do the repurpose, it doesn't have to be forever either. Like your no. playroom turned into a tween retreat, like it'll probably have a new iteration, a new life once the kids are in their late teens, early 20s. Sorry, Kess, they're probably still going to be at home because you live in the Sydney market and they won't be able to afford to move out. <laughs> so you <Yeah>. might just, <laughs> you'll just have like the, the kids, you know, bum out zone or whatever. I don't even know what 20-odd-year-olds, Netflix area or something. <laughs> yeah. And and I think it's probably, it will probably stay the same space. It will just, it'll probably then change again when they move out of home and have children. It might go back to a playroom for the yes! grandchildren. Oh my gosh, that's cute. Oh, no, it's scary. <laughs> I'm rocking at the idea of it. <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're not there yet. It's all right. It's all right. Um, one of the things that I really liked about that Gretchen Rubin question is what is a space that you want in your room? If you could add any magical room onto your house, what would it be? And for us a couple of years ago, that was definitely a walk-in robe. At the time when we bought this house, we just had like a two-door wardrobe that opened up to fit all of Cal's and my clothes in. And it was just bulging and things. So the doors, you know how there's sometimes the doors, but then there's that little bit more cupboard space beyond the door cavity. And you just can never quite use that space well. We had a lot of that. And so mm. we were dreaming, how do we get a walk-in robe? Or even we were happy to also just have open door wardrobes. Like we didn't even need it to be walk-in. So we're dreaming, dreaming, replanning like a remodel and then went, oh my goodness, why don't we just knock the wall out that holds this wardrobe? 
So we did that. I did that when Cal was at work. I didn't even tell him I was going to do it that day. Knocked it out and then used what was an adult retreat in our bedroom. Got rid of the adult retreat because whoever takes the time to sit in a chair in your bedroom with a bookshelf and read, it just became the dumping of the clothes chair. So we got all the books out of our room. We took Cal's big reading chair out of our room and made it into effectively a walk-in wardrobe, which we love to no end. No end. I can't even tell you how much I love my wardrobe. (laughs) Your wardrobe is so big that you could even put Cal's reading chair back in there though. Oh, it's huge. I do Pilates in my wardrobe. Yeah. Yeah. Every Tuesday and Friday when I do Pilates, I lay my Pilates mat in my wardrobe and I do it and I can do big arm stretches and things and never touch the sides because it was an an adult retreat. It wasn't ever designed to be a walk-in wardrobe. It's much bigger than it needs to be. Yes. Which is a way better problem than what we had before. Yes. <laughs> and just to just to pick you up, I sit in my bedroom and read often as a way to escape some oh. people in my home. So But we both have do. offices. We just we both have offices and Carol's got a couple of chairs in his office that he sits oh, in. No, I'm not saying that you should have kept it. I'm no. saying you you said whoever sits in their room and reads a book. Oh. I was like, oh, lots of people. Really? <laughs> No, I I just find whenever I see a client with a chair in their room, I'm like, is that a chair drobe or are you actually sitting in there? They're like, oh, no, that's just where we dump stuff. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Love it. Yes. You know how Amy is like larger than life on the podcast? Well, imagine having that in your home. It is phenomenal. She gets things done so quickly. She can come in and absolutely power boost any of your decluttering that you can do by yourself. You are going to do it 5 million times faster if you have Amy come alongside you to support, encourage, motivate and keep you on track. So if you live in Melbourne or the greater Melbourne area, Amy is your girl. So if you're ready to have a little bit of my decluttering magic in your house, Email us at hello at theartofdecluttering.com.au. Send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. Any way you can get in contact with us, get in contact because I want to come and I want to help you get freedom that you've been dreaming. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Of. All right, back to the show. I have also turned a random cupboard. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about some other spaces that mm. I've repurposed. 
Uh, I've turned a random cupboard that was filled with random odds and sods. So it's probably like you could probably call it a junk cupboard. Is this in your house or a client's house? No, in a client's home. Yep. Um, we repurposed that to be their gift cupboard and Ooh. their excess stationery cupboard. Um, <laughs> their little office work store. Yeah, their office work store. That's exactly. Cool. <laughs> um, and so that was fun to repurpose um, and to give it some structure and mm-hmm. some per- some very defined purpose so that it didn't go back to being a junk cupboard. So we looked at what was in there and gave some of the things that were in there homes in different spaces of the house where you would more be inclined to look for it. Yeah. So, um, and I think that that is what we want to encourage you, our listeners, to think about, like, where do you look for spaces? or Where do you look for things? And have it as close to that space as possible. Uh, because especially in junk cupboards and junk rooms, yeah. things get put in there and get forgotten about completely. So if, and that's, it comes again back to giving everything a home. Um, whereas if Um, gifts are just chucked in the cupboard and forgotten about or uh, you buy batteries and you put them in the cupboard but the rest of the batteries live somewhere else, Mm -hmm. then um, things can get completely forgotten about and become like useless because you're not using them but also out of date depending on what it is that you're storing or you forget that you put it in that cupboard so then you go and buy some more Mm -hmm. and so our heart for you is not to waste your money it is to make the most make the most wise choice with your money and having a junk cupboard and or junk room can often well, as we've spoken about in our junk room episode, it can be the place that things go to die and oh, can yeah. become your procrastinating jam as well. So. Yeah, or just the room that you never, ever want to be in. I find sometimes, and I'm sure you're the same, Kirst, is you help a client turn a three-bedroom home into a four-bedroom home because when you have a junk room, you don't feel like that room is yours or it's functional or it's part of the house. It's just kind of close the door and that's that room. Um, I've helped clients turn like the junk room into craft rooms. Um, I've helped one that had like an old set up cot and just random bits that didn't have a home anywhere else in the house. So really it was an excess room. It wasn't a room that was needed as such. But when you asked the Gretchen Rubin question of like, what would you like? She wanted a sewing room. We went, oh my gosh, a sewing and craft room. We can do that. There's a whole room upstairs not being used. Like it's just the Mm. junk room. And so to turn it into that helps people feel like they've just gained a whole extra space in their house. Um, And I thought I had to mention, I've had two clients over the last couple of years where we have turned a junk room into a dressing room. So like Mm -hmm. we're taking my walk-in robe to a whole nother level and created a whole room in their house that is their wardrobe. And we've had one who did floor to ceiling bookshelves for her shoes And then we got hanging racks for all her hanging stuff and beautiful drawers around the outside of the room. And she put like this big, beautiful upholstered chair in the middle. Like imagine if you're the person who has a whole dressing room in your house. Like that's way cooler than having a junk room. Think about it. Like if what you would love in your house is a dressing room and you currently have a junk room or a spare room, you totally could have it. Totally Mm. could have it. Yeah. 
And I think that along those lines, it's also figuring out uh, looking at your home and going, okay, so I want an exercise room. Well, we don't have, we live in a, you know, a small three bedroom or, a, you know, a small space um, and we can't have an exercise, a whole room dedicated to exercise. But is, do we have excess furniture? Mm. You know, could we, could we maybe get um, a running machine? What are they called? Treadmill. That's the word <laughs> I'm looking for. Running machine is way better. <laughs> I know. Okay, could we book, could we buy a running machine or hire one to see if we actually use it? Because yeah. we know, <laughs> Amy and I have seen countless running machines, treadmills that are actually wardrobe holders. Oh yeah, they're drying the washing on the yeah. most expensive yeah. clothes horse you'll ever buy. Yeah. So let's like maybe you don't want a treadmill. Maybe you want a space to do in COVID online Pilates or online yoga and but you've got too many you've got just no space to do that so maybe look around your lounge room or look around you know even the spare room or your bedroom and see if there's any furniture that is in excess that Mm. maybe instead of having a bookcase you could get rid of the bookcase and you could um let go of some of the books and combine that bookcase into your other five bookcases and um, you could have now have space, more space in your lounge room to yeah. do yoga or Pilates or maybe you there's a couch that nobody enjoys sitting on and that you all prefer to be snuggled up on the one couch. Do you really, you know, does it, get, does it actually get used? No, Maybe you could let that go. Mm. Maybe you have a coffee table that's really huge and you don't ever use it for a coffee table or, you know, when you're playing board games, you actually sit up at the kitchen table instead of the co- around the coffee table. Like just, it's also, I think, um, this is a great opportunity just to look around your home and see if there's excess of something. Yeah, if there's yeah. excess furniture, if there's a space that you, you know, We've also had people, um, particularly in our course, um, turn spaces of their homes um, into meditation rooms uh-huh. and spaces, quiet reflection spaces. So it's a great opportunity to look around and to dream like Gretchen Rubin's asked you to do um, and we're asking you to do. And ask yourself, what is it that you want? And can you repurpose a space in your home for that purpose? Mm. I even think about um, really strange rooms. So you know how a lot of new houses are built where the two-story houses where there's the option for like a downstairs master and an upstairs master? And most people that I've worked with use their upstairs master as their current bedroom um, mm-hmm. and the downstairs might be the spare room or a playroom or an office and it's always got an ensuite attached. So I was working with one client who turned that ensuite into their gift cupboard so all because it was a double um, sink ensuite, mm-hmm. all of the cupboards underneath had wrapping paper, spare gifts, all their cards, and even though it's a wet room, it was never ever 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 used as a wet room. Um, mm. I remember at one stage my sister had a spare bathroom in their house that they didn't use. They didn't want to have to clean it, so they just closed the door. <clears throat> excuse me, and they used to store their sports equipment in the bathroom. So the golf clubs went in the shower. Like it was just. It was such creative use of space. They weren't going to use it, but they had like sports equipment and bikes and stuff. They didn't know where to put. 
the spare bathroom was perfect. And it's not what you're ever, ever, ever going to see on a, on a what's it called, like the plans. You're never going to see that. But you get to be creative about how you use your space. Every little space you get to be creative about. Like your bedside tables, get creative. Maybe they don't need to have like just random pieces of paper and pens and books you're never going to read in. Maybe you actually want to make that a special drawer so you keep your special things. Or maybe that's a great place to keep your um, important documents that you need to run out of the house with if there's a, if, I was going to say if there's a bonfire, probably not if there's a bonfire, but if there's an actual fire, <laughs> like really get creative, like use those spaces. Um, there's a heat map that I think, Kirst, you put in an email a couple of months ago. You did it. I did it, did I? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. I was so sure you, you did that email. so funny. You are so funny. <laughs> You make me laugh. Oh, my gosh, that's hilarious. Well, there's a heat map that kind of shows how there are some rooms in our house we use a lot of and some that we don't. And so look at your own house. Obviously, you don't have a heat map, but think what are the rooms in this house that we don't use a lot and is there a better purpose for that space? And the same for like up in top of cupboards Mm. and like can you put a second, you know how some cupboards, um, some wardrobes have got really high, like they, the cup, the top shelf goes all the way to the ceiling. Like can you, um, can you put in extra shelves that are, um, are really thin shelves so that you can put like camping gear up there Mm. on top of another shelf, like so that it's not, you know, you don't have the camping gear there, but, or you you have the camping gear on the one shelf, but then you've got all this excess space up Mm. in that cupboard because nothing can fit in there because you can't get it in and out. No, that's right. Because the lip to get in is never wide enough. Yes. So just being creative, but also not being, I, I just really want to encourage people to not be tied to what society thinks, you know, like your sister, um, put bikes in, the bathroom like Mm. some people would walk into that bathroom and go oh my goodness like that's just ridiculous whereas you you go oh how awesome what a great piece of space (laughs) yeah whereas um so I think I think that some people get um anxious that they'll be judged for how they're Mm. using that space and I want to you don't need our permission but you totally have it to use and I want you to give yourself permission to use your space that you're paying for either through a mortgage or you've paid it off or you're renting for however you want to use it think about how your unique family needs to use the space and what you need to store in that space and then go for it Mm. you know and and I think it's also we can also think about that in terms of um you know, in a, a big walk-in pantry, what else can be stored in there? You don't need to fill it up with food. You don't need to fill it up with extra crockery mm. or the, or the just-in-case stuff. Like you could repurpose part of a big walk-in pantry for your camping gear or yeah. whatever. Like Your scrapbooking um, or your family yeah. admin zone. Like there's so yeah. many options, aren't there? Yeah, and I just want to, again, you don't need our permission, but I want you to give yourself permission to get creative, like Amy said, and think differently and think outside the box about how you could use the space that you do have or how you can, you know, in and if you don't have space, how you can get creative about using the little limited space that you do have. Mm. And it doesn't have to follow 
our culture's rules. Yeah, I mean, my parents in their house, there's a, um, a this tiny little room that has no windows off the laundry and kind of off the kitchen that was a wine cellar when they bought the house and they immediately turned that into the games cupboard. And so no, the wine was kept under the house because it was cooler and Dad basically got kicked out because Mum repurposed it for us kids. <laughs> but as soon as we all moved out, that then became a second pantry where they kept all their baking supplies and excess food and, like, those type of spaces are just gold in a home. Um, also, if you're building a home, think about a cupboard that can be multipurpose depending on where you are in life. And maybe, you know, if you run a business from home and you need to keep a lot of paperwork legally for seven years, maybe you do have a cupboard that you keep that in but then as you retire, it becomes where photo albums go. Like just there's so much, so, so many options. We could just keep going on forever with all these options. But how about instead come over to the Facebook group, the Art of Decluttering community, and tell us what space you've repurposed for something a bit different. We want to know. And I'm sure there'll be plenty of people going, oh, I could do that. And then off they run and we'll see some transformations because of it. Yeah. And if you... Also in that Facebook community, come in and say, hey, I need a space for this. Can you mm. help me think about it? And there are <laughs> 6,000 people in there. <laughs> Not quite. But there are lots of people in there who would love to be able to share their opinions and their hearts for you in how you can be using your space more creatively. Yeah. Totally, and there is over more over six thousand guests. I know. I was. I had a like a hiccup. I was like, "Oh no, is there? Am I dreaming? No." Oh. And I was like, "No, I am." Right? Yeah. No. There's definitely. <laughs> yeah. There's more than six thousand people who would love to encourage and inspire you over yes. on our Facebook community. Awesome. <sighs> I'm excited. I'm. I'm just going to have a little look see around our house. We repurposed our shed over the weekend, so we took out a lot of. Um, like bits of wood. That, so we've moved our wood pile from in the shed to under the house. Like we've done a few different things over the years and hadn't fully repurposed the space in the shed we'd created. So on the weekend we created a spot for all our camping gear that's up off the ground and all together. So when we do go camping, when these restrictions lift, <laughs> it's really easy to grab it all. It probably is a 10-minute pack job. Um, so you never know. It might be under the house. It might be a shed. It could be your roof cavity so many places that you could repurpose. Yep. We're excited to see what that looks like for you and your unique family and your yes. unique home. Okay, people. Yes, have an amazing <laughs> week. Let us know how you go with your decluttering. Don't forget to leave a review. Oh, and I wanted to do a shout out. Actually, I almost forgot. We got a new Patreon supporter this week. So to Leanne Sheehan, we want to say thank you so much for coming on board and supporting our podcast. Um, Leanne's actually the principal of the primary school that my kids went to. And I've got to work with her a lot in the school. She's amazing and a great supporter of the podcast. So thank you, Leanne. We really appreciate your financial support. It makes a big difference when we're um, paying Jared to do all our sound stuff and setting aside time ourselves to record the podcast every week. So thank you. And while we're in COVID. <laughs> and while we're in COVID, yes, which <laughs> seems never ending. <laughs> thank you so much, Leanne. We really appreciate you. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks for joining us. If you've learnt something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.